Welcome to Call Jeshurun, a podcast from Congregation B'nai Jeshurun, a vibrant and flourishing Reformed Jewish community in Short Hills, New Jersey. Welcome. I am Rabbi Matthew Gewertz. Call Jeshurun is where you can come to engage with teachings of relevant wisdom and music. You will hear from our clergy, staff, and guest speakers who will help bring meaning into a world that so badly needs it. If you would like to learn more about our congregation, please visit us at tbj.org. two weeks, we've commemorated three holidays that are known as the Israeli High Holy Days. We know what our High Holy Days are, and those exist in Israel also. But Yom HaShoah, Yom HaZikaron, and Yom HaAtzma'ut, Holocaust Memorial Day, the day of memory for those who have fallen to acts of terror and acts of war, and Israeli Independence Day, all three of these days hold great significance in the Jewish homeland and represent the incredible resilience of the Jewish people and the Israeli experience in particular. They're days of remembrance, celebration, and collective identity. And in honor of those days, that tonight you will hear melodies that have been written almost entirely, not completely, but almost entirely by Israeli composers. 
These pieces that you will hear, the melodies that you will hear, span decades and generations and represent the collective voice of the land of Israel and its many cultural and historic influences. Israel, a lot of people talk to God. In Israel, God whispers back, one. In Israel, most people don't fight, right? Just like everywhere else. In Israel, the army is part of puberty. In Israel, Jews want to know why. In Israel, people are on lines waiting all the time. In Israel, soul eaters are dressed like soul savers. In Israel, the land is still a maiden who loves you, even though she has a thousand scars. Her eye is still bright, and she holds out her hand, waiting for us to take it. In Israel, my heart has found a place to put down roots. In Israel, Wrestling with angels is a national pastime. In Israel, what is forgotten is remembered. In Israel, siblings play paddleball every week on the beach in Tel Aviv. In Israel, a dream greets the dawn, and as a babe, a man, a woman, a girl, a boy, an elder all at once. In Israel, the city of gold's light is not made of pavement. Pavement. In Israel, Shabbat has come. It's arriving here also. And now, on the 73rd birthday of independence, it is time for us to take a deep breath and to rest. Happy birthday, Israel. Our hearts are always with you. Some rule I don't 
Dodi can be found on page 20 in your prayer books. Israeli music throughout the relatively short life of the Jewish state has played a critical role in shaping the sound and identity of Israeli culture. In the early years, the folk music of the state represented the collective voice of the Jewish people. Lyrics to folk songs were written in the plural, we, always we, never I, to represent unity in a people that had for generations been in exile, separated by geography, but never by spirit, are admittedly some of our favorites, so we selfishly wanted to get a chance to sing them for you, are all from the 1960s and beyond. They come from the canon of popular Israeli music that has spoken to the consciousness of the Israeli people as they navigated some deeply challenging moments in recent history. The first piece that we're going to sing for you is called Aniva Ata and was released in 1971. The dynamic duo of Arik Einstein and Miki Gavrielov collaborated together on an album called Badeshe Etzel Avigdor in the year 1970. And the result of their collaboration yielded several hit tunes that were central to teenage culture in Israel. Fueled by the Israeli victory during the Six Day War in 1967, Aniva Atta is filled with powerful hopes of youthful exuberance to change the world. Aniva <laughs> 
Rotbleed and Ya'ar Rosenblum, Ya'ir Rosenblum. The well-known anthem, Shir Le Shalom, expresses a deep desire for a country of peace during a time of war and of loss. This song became the unofficial political anthem for the Israeli peace movement, as it sings praises of peace and love over victories and battle. Famously, at a rally held in Tel Aviv on November 4th, the former Prime Minister Yitzhak Rabin led the crowd in the singing of Shir La Shalom. Just moments later, Rabin was assassinated. Inside his shirt pocket was found a piece of paper with this song's lyrics stained in his blood. We sing, Se'u enayim b'tikva lo derech kavanot. Lift your eyes in hope not through the sights. Let us continue to live these words and be a people who are unafraid to speak out against pain and suffering and to continue to lift Sheer our Shalom. eyes in hope. Share la shalom.
also known as yachad, meaning together, shir la'ahava, meaning a song of love, is most certainly evocative of being a song of love. Written by Gili Lieber, Shir La'ahava was made popular near the turn of the millennium by the pop band Gaia. This song took the world of Jewish youth by storm, especially this young one at Kutz Camp in the early 2000s. It is a song of joy, of celebration, and hope. We sing together, heart to heart, we'll open and see the light in the sky. Together, heart to heart, we'll open with hope for love. We sing together. David Broza is perhaps one of the most popular and most prolific performers in Israel today. The following song was, as he tells it, the first song he ever wrote and the song that launched his impressive career. Broza received the words to the following poem in 1977. Yehi tov, it will get better, is a poem about hope even in the face of insurmountable odds. In the second stanza of the poem, the text reads, our children dress like angels. They're flying off to war. 
After two long years of fighting, they still don't know what for. As our people live in tension, waiting for breath's release between hate and retribution, can we still think of peace? As we hear from the text and the melody, the Israeli experience requires a mindset of resilience and of strength. Throughout its young life, this country has been faced with countless conflicts, incredible loss, and yet it not only survives but thrives. This small country, surrounded by adversaries, stands strong year after year. It is, with all its complications, shortcomings, and challenges, the realization of a centuries-old dream, a Jewish homeland for each and every one of us. The song concludes with what our tradition would call a nechemta, a word of comfort and consolation. We will learn to live together with trees from year to year, without borders, without shelters, all our children without fear. And the grass will grow on gravestones where peace and love have crossed from 100 years of bloodshed. Ve'odlo avda hatikva, our hope is not yet lost. This is Yehietov. It will get better.
in a conversation that Golda Meir was having once, quietly, privately, with one of Israel's enemies, she said, I'll be able to forgive you for killing my children. It's going to take me a lot longer for me to be able to forgive you for making me have my children kill yours. Peace, or the attempt for peace, has come at a very heavy price. Zion, Israel, our homeland, the center of our hearts, the place that we know, because it exists, we're allowed to exist, has come at a very heavy price. Trauma, memories of unspeakable visions, 48, war of attrition in the 50s, 67, surprise attack in 73, Lebanon in 82, intifadas, suicide bombers, children whose blood watered the land to somehow make it fertile. Israel's come at a cost. We're told by a famous poet that the voices from the graves actually act as a silver platter on which the land was given to the Jewish people. Real lives, real stories, and real pain. So this week, extraordinary paradoxical changeover of time. Only if you've been in Israel, which I've been a couple of times, where you have this incredibly somber evening into the day of Yom HaZikaron, Israeli Memorial Day, where like last week on Yom HaShoah, sirens go off all over the country at the same time, and everyone, if they're driving in their cars, if they're trading stocks in the market, if they're treating patients, they stop. Everyone stops for two minutes, pay tribute to all those young boys and all those young girls that served up Zion on a silver platter to all of us. But because it's a Jewish homeland, that day of somber nature, as the sun goes down and the cool air of night comes and hits their skin in the spring air, jubilation breaks out like you've never seen jubilation. Israeli Independence Day. From evening all the way to the next day, with streamers and whistles and airplanes and singing and dancing everywhere and anywhere. To say we didn't die for no reason. Our young boys and young girls died so that we could have hope, so that we could have independence. We don't want to go through 2,000 years again without a state. We want to perpetuate our home and in doing so pay tribute those boys and girls who served up our homeland and nothing less than a silver platter. We take a moment to remember, to pay tribute, and to never ever forget.
Olam Livracha. May the memory of every single one of them be for a blessing. And may we pay tribute to them for the rest of our days on this earth. listening to this edition of Call Jeshurun. If you would like to learn more, visit our website at tbj.org and follow us on social media for updates on all our upcoming opportunities for engagement. We really hope to see you soon.